Hey, hey very good, good morning. Oh, we were simultaneous that time. <laughs> On the same time. On uh, the same. Well, good morning to you. Good, happy Friday. Happy Friday. Um, yeah, this is going to be our actual, um, this isn't our phone of fashion friend Friday recording. This is our actual podcast recording, right? Am I on the this right is, page? No, this is our phone of friend Friday recording. And um, oh, then we get to be a little messier than we normally are. Good. I like, <laughs> I like phone of fashion fuck up Friday. <laughs> um, and it kind of like I want to be gentle and I want to, um, I think really be reflective again about when we're a fuck up. And so this week um, and this whole month has been about pride and focus um, towards the AIDS community because a large swath of the um, gay, lesbian, LBGTQIA community um, are within that same AIDS umbrella um, of people in their lives living with AIDS, dealing with AIDS in their past and history. And um, this, I think it was two weeks ago, Daniel Esquivel, who's um, a Project Runway alum, uh, posted a picture of the AIDS quilt. And um, from my several weeks worth of reading about import clothing and just um, fast fashion, when I first looked at it without my readers, because I'm old, I thought it was pictures of cargo boxes. And I went on a rant. I went on a rant. Like, this is definitely something that we should be talking about, Daniel. Like, like fashion here in America is more about, like, what can I buy to fix things now in my life as opposed to... And so, like, I, I was wrong. I was absolutely fucking wrong. He went back and labeled it as an AIDS quilt. And I'm super thankful because... Had no fucking idea. Had no well, idea. I, I, I'm going to say uh, one thing about that. I love that you had no idea, and that may that may seem counterintuitive or callous on my part. I love that that we are far enough from the 80s and early 90s that not every single adult human being in America has the AIDS quilt burnt into their mind. I'm glad that it doesn't get rolled out every single year. Um, I'm glad that it's there. I'm glad that we did it. Uh, I worked on multiple squares for multiple friends. I'm glad that that is in the National Archives. But I'm also glad that you didn't recognize it. I, 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 I like living in a world where AIDS is no longer an automatic death sentence. I like living in a world where we have the means to protect ourselves from AIDS without abstinence or rubbers. Um, there's the PrEP pill. If, if that is taken, 99.9% .9 of people who take PrEP regularly can have unprotected sex and not transfer AIDS or HIV between them. I love that that has happened. I love that we have ways of treating it. I love that the biggest problem people with AIDS had in the mid-90s and late-90s was figuring out what the fuck to do now because they're not going to die. I love that the AIDS quilt is not an obvious um, national uh, image burnt into our subconscious anymore. I would like people to think of gays in other ways than, than as AIDS um, quilt squares and, and heart rocks on Heart Island where we just numbered the rocks because they wouldn't bury our friends in graves. I'm glad. So I hope that you don't feel shame over that. 
Oh, um, no, I do. <laughs> oh, no, I think you should release the shame over that. I'm glad that you didn't know what that was. That actually makes me feel like healing is beginning to happen. Um, I remember the first time they laid the whole thing out on the National Mall. The whole thing. And I believe that's what this picture was after doing research. <laughs> right, right. Which is should have done first. My nephew, well, I, I, quite frankly, there were so many of them, it must have looked like cargo. I could see how that would be confusing without zeroing in on what it was. Um, my nephew at the time was like 12 or 13, and I was watching um, watching them read the names, the thousands and thousands and thousands thousands i think it took them five days to read all the names um and he asked me what it was and i explained it to him and he said you mean each one is a person who died and i said yes and he sat and wept i am glad that that is not something that people have to do every day i am glad that we are past the horror of aids i'm glad i mean we do have new things to be concerned with in my uh long-haul covid groups we've had over a dozen suicides in this last week People are finally coming to the point where they cannot continue to be sick and not receive help or even belief from the medical industry. And that's a great concern. Um, but I'm glad, Megan. I'm going to take this from an old queer who has friends on the quilt. I'm glad that you did not recognize what it was. Faux pas, sure. <laughs> but you corrected yourself. And um, truly, I release any shame about that. I love that that was not an obvious, immediate recognition. That means that we are healing. When you see a scar, it should not hurt anymore. So I'm, I'm glad that you didn't see the cut. I'm glad that you saw a scar and mistook it for a stretch mark. Well, and what was so stark for me about that experience is I doubled down on apologizing. I doubled down on, yep, you know, like all of these things happened and still, and still I am wrong. And uh. so I think that what we, you and I experienced in messages this week about promoting brands off of the pain of somebody else is very close to what I stepped into that I stepped into the brand of America and the brand of exceptionalism on the pain of others. And I was fucking wrong. I was wrong. Well, 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 I, I will allow that you were wrong because you were wrong. Obviously you, you thought it was something that it wasn't and you went off and doubled down. Um, but do do please internalize and and accept that it's a good thing that you did not immediately recognize that it is a good thing. It is a good thing that that is now consigned to the past. Uh, we don't have millions of people. I mean, millions still die, but we don't have. Um, it's not a death sentence. I, I, literally, AIDS at one time, if you got HIV, the mortality rate was like ninety nine point nine percent. You were going to die. That was just the end of it. There was nothing else they could do. So I, I'm glad that that is not so much a part of our collective national subconscious that you recognized it immediately. I'm also glad that you're able to say that you were wrong. And that doubling down was wrong because we're seeing that going on just today. 
Oh I, no, I, mean, I, 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 I doubled down on being wrong. I was like, no, 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 oh. no, 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 I get it. I'm wrong. And people keep mess. And I think maybe either Daniel deleted the post or maybe we're not connected anymore. I don't know. And I don't like, I would get it. I totally would get it. But I doubled down on like every single person that is like, that's bull. And I, I didn't delete my comment because it's important to leave things like that up. Like, no, seriously, I am wrong. And this is how you do this. This is how, this is how growth happens. This is how I tell you that I am hearing you and it's okay for me to be wrong and put it out there. And so that's what I doubled down on. I doubled down so, on it. Okay. No, 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 so really, I'm wrong. <laughs> you weren't like these 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 people that I'm seeing today that are double downing on they're doubling down on it's okay to use uh uh the shit show of, of the depth heard marriage as a way to advertise a brand. Like it's not. It's it's clearly not. I don't care that they're celebrities. I don't and and and, and it makes sense that people that because we just it was impossible to escape that trial, even for those of us who didn't want to be aware of that trial or be involved in that trial. It was impossible to escape it. So I get why people are – that's part of the uh, uh, the collective conscious right now. That's very much part of our zeitgeist. Um, so thank you for admitting that you were wrong. I, I doubt that Daniel – uh, deleted you? I, I maybe he I did. Wouldn't, wouldn't blame him. <laughs> I think I think Daniel and I take turns deleting each other. I, I I just went to look at his page and realized we weren't friends anymore, and I couldn't remember if I'd unfriended him or if he'd unfriended me. But uh, <laughs> apparently, we've never pissed the other off enough to block because I can always find him, and he can always find me. Uh, but I I I think that it's it's bullshit what's happening. I think that. Uh, you know, people, uh, one person told me that um, I shouldn't shame a small business for trying to get their name out there. And I said, no, no, I think that there are things that we should shame people for. I think that that is one of the most uh, potent um, uh, societal tools that we have. I'm not talking about shaming women over their bodies. I'm not talking about using shame in a toxic, insidious way. I am talking about people being able to say, shame on you for saying something racist. Shame on you for saying something ableist. Shame on you for saying something. Shame on you for treating two people's tragedy like a way to... It's okay for us to let them know that that is shameful. That is shameful. There's no way that anyone that's doing that doesn't understand that they are trying to use something very ugly and obviously painful for the people involved to better their brand. That's just, if your brand doesn't speak for itself, if you've got to use someone else's pain and anguish and animosity and, and uh, tragedy, um, even if it's just a shit show of a divorce to, to lift your brand, I'm, I'm, I'm a scans. I'm going to look at you askance and wonder what it is that you're hiding uh, that is keeping you from using your product to enhance your brand. Right. Just saying, just saying it's bad energy. It's bad juju. It is bad energy. It's kind of like <clears throat> there's a, and I won't say any names, but there's a local fabric shop that um, has very, very nice fabric. And, and when I say this in my Texas way, they're very proud of their fabric. It, it means it's overpriced. And so um, I actually went in there the other day. I was like, okay, well, like if I can just find something here, because they have quite a big inventory, I started looking at the prices, jumped from there, 
and also with the social conscious realization that this person um, gave heavily to organizations and um, political affiliations that I did not align with. And I looked at the prices and I said, this is exactly the type of person I don't want to do business with. And I walked out and I, it was like, you know, it just was a reaffirmment of like, I, I see your behaviors. I know what you do politically. Oh, you raised your prices, even though this fabric has been here for the seven years, years I've been here and hasn't moved, but you raised it by 40%. And so, um, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with taking people's word when they tell you who they are. And if they come off like me, where they are, you know, they've just read, you know, blog post after news article about imports into America, and then they hop onto Facebook and just glance at something that's not labeled and make this really uh, gut instinct um, reaction to it, you have every right to write that person out of your life based off of, you know, one opinion. But if you're open to the lesson, like I felt like I was open to the lesson of being wrong, that there is a greater distance that you can learn and there's a greater connection to people who align energetically, positively energetically, so that y'all both go to better places as opposed to sinking down to that level, sinking down to the using pain of other people. Well, you know, I, I, I've had this sort of life edict. Okay, so I'm looking at an overview uh, of the quilt, and I can very easily see how you mistook it for shipping cartons. They're rectangles. They're about the dimension of a shipping carton. And um, if I didn't know what it was, I wouldn't know what it was. So, uh, but but it, it's okay. It is okay. I'm wrong sometimes. My edict, I, I think, for probably 20 years is I'm no longer interested in being correct. I am much more interested in being effective. I don't have to be correct all the time. I don't always have to be right. Um, I, I will sometimes make the wrong choice because it will be the most effective for the most people. It is not necessarily the best choice for me or everybody, but it is the better choice, the more effective choice for the more people. I, that's just how I'm wired. I'm, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm obviously a socialist, um, a democratic socialist, I, I guess is what I am. I believe that when you can, you should. I believe that um, it's okay to admit when you're wrong. And I think I finally figured out who thinks I'm an asshole from episode one, by the way. It came to me last night. I'm like, who does she know that dislikes me enough to actually think I'm an asshole? I think I figured it out. <laughs> but but we're not talking about that today. Uh, speaking of people being wrong, boy, were they wrong. Uh, I was not an asshole to them at all. But I know what situation they would think I was being an asshole about. Anyway, um, wow. Yeah, just... it's okay to admit you're wrong. And, and that's how we grow. Uh, and and thank you for you know not only admitting that you were wrong but doubling down and saying no I was I was who was I wrong and uh, you apologized and honestly I don't I don't think that that's the time to write people out 
when I call somebody out, if if they are like, oh, I had no idea. Like Lizzo, did you read the news this week? Lizzo uh, has a new single out, Girls, G-R-R-R-L-S-S. And in it, she says something about being a spaz. Okay. Now, you know that when we say, oh, what a spaz, we're thinking most people are just high strung and kind of crazy bouncing off the walls. Somebody who has a, a, um, a body dysfunction that causes spasmodic muscles wrote her and said that was hurtful. Lizzo responded by changing the word and letting the young lady know that she was thankful for pointing that out, that she wants to continue to be a voice of change, and this is how you do it. She did the exact thing that you did on Daniel's post. You have to admit when you're wrong. You have to make the correction in your behavior and your verbiage and your um, belief system to align with the better good. I mean, there are some things that are obviously just fucking wrong. I don't know that spaz is that big a deal. It's not to me, but I don't have spasmodic muscular la 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 la. So I, I you know, uh, but but trust me, I, I think that Lizzo made the right choice. And because she's Lizzo and she did it so publicly, it's going to be really hard for celebrities going forward to not to not respond positive. How hard was it for her to change the word? It wasn't. She's replacing all of the recordings with the new recording with the new word. It wasn't hard at all. Mm-hmm. So um, that's the beauty of a digital word, world. We can correct ourselves. And thank you for not dirty deleting. I, I'm, I'm really opposed to people who mm-hmm. say shit and then dirty delete. I'm like, okay, the internet's forever and every goddamn person that saw it has a screen capture. So... <laughs> When you delete it, you make yourself look worse because we're definitely going to share the screen capture now. Uh, and, and I would admonish everyone just not to say shit on uh, social media that they don't mean and won't stand behind. Um, and if you are found to be incorrect and you can learn from it, please do and correct your course. If you can't, I guess die on whatever hill you need to die on. Some hills are worth dying on. There are some things that I would die for. Um, I don't know that that uh, I don't know that what you did was horrible. I don't know that what you did was horrible. And I'm a gay man who lost my entire generation. Um, I'm, I'm older than Daniel. This impacted me. Daniel was a child when this was happening. Um, I was I was a teenager when AIDS started. So I, I'm not offended. I'm actually, it brings me joy that you looked at that and didn't just feel grief. I'm glad that you didn't know what it was. I'm glad. That means that we have passed it. It means that we are moving on. Now, when you think of the faggots and the queers like me, I want you to think of the rainbows and the good shoes and and the feathers. I want you to think of how fabulous we are. I don't want everyone to remember us as just a bunch of dying skeletons with uh, with carpaces, sarcoma, and lesions. Um, I don't want people to remember us that way. I don't. I don't want people to look at that and know what that is anymore. That's something for men my age to um, remember that's something for our families who lost us to remember it's not something that anyone that's uh, please be aware of it surely educate yourself on it but this is not something that needs to live in your in your conscious mind I'm glad that it's it's a memory I'm glad that this is a memory thing now that's what it was supposed to be all along a memorial quilt not supposed to be something current we couldn't bury most of those people. Uh, um, co- uh, coroners wouldn't handle them, wouldn't and, and funeral them. homes wouldn't handle them. So, uh, no. 
hundreds of thousands were shoveled into mass graves. And this was our way of remembering our friends who had died. And um, I think that the quilt uh, started to peter out in 93, 94, 95, when the protease inhibitors came into existence and we began to be able to treat AIDS and it wasn't an automatic death sentence anymore. So, I, I mean, that's, that's a 30 years ago. This is, this is, we're 30 years past the worst of it. I think it's okay. Um, I think it's okay. And I think it's lovely that you then educated yourself and apologized. But I think that um, in the larger macro picture, it is okay that you saw a current problem and didn't react to a past problem that really isn't part of your life. I'm glad it's not part of your life, Megan. I'm glad. I'm glad that you don't have the scars that I will carry forever. I'm glad. It changed me. It changed the way I look at life. It changed what I, my idea of permanency and, and um, wellness. It changed everything. Changed how I fucked. Changed everything. And I'm glad that you didn't go through that. And I'm glad that your daughters won't go through that. I'm glad that they will look at this and think it's postage stamps. Because hopefully we've got the cargo issue under control by the time they're old enough to not have to look at miles of cargo backed up to make some wealthy assholes wealthier. Uh, I think it's okay. I think it's okay that we move on from this. I, I say every year at 9-11, and, and, and I know it's pissed to some people off. Now, I, I personally lost three friends in 9-11, personally, um, close friends. <clears throat> I say every year I would rather celebrate New York for rebuilding than continue to focus on what we lost so many years ago. Because as long as we continue to pick at that wound annually and re-hurt ourselves, we continue to wholesale off our rights and our privileges. That terror that we all felt that, that allowed us to empower Congress and the president to do shit that they can still do, that still has not expired, um, they won when they made us that afraid. They won. They changed America irrevocably. And I, and every year on 9-11, I remember my friends, but I also tell people we have to look forward now. This is how you honor them. We don't stay in the, we cannot live in the place where their loss is fresh. Yeah. We have to honor them and then we have to move forward. And it's the same with this AIDS quilt. It's the same with, with one day, I hope that they all move forward from COVID. Um, I hope that we find the solutions to what, what me and many other long-haul COVID sufferers are dealing with. Uh, and in the meantime, we're going to, we're going to keep taking steps. We're mm-hmm. going to keep taking steps. We're going to, we're going to still have a life and I'm going to deal with the shit as it comes because what else can I do? So please, for, please don't, don't hold guilt over that. Learn from it and, and move on, I guess. But I wouldn't hold, I, I, it's, I, as a, as a gay man from that era, I'm telling you, your guilt is not welcome. It's not well, warranted. And I think that the reason that I had the experience that I did with Daniel's post is the whole reason why I posted about like, you know, I'm really not on board. It's I'm not a fan of it, of utilizing the debt herd public shit show situation to align with your branding. And so uh, several now after doing research, several people that replied about that have jumped on this bandwagon of, you know, this 
you know, hook dialogue of trying to get you to read about what happened in the current event and then they end up promoting their brand. And, you know, it's, it's not that I'm upset about it. It's just that it tells me a lot about you and I'm good, but like, you know, a lot people share a lot of personal information about themselves on Facebook. And I view that as some of that personal information. And so you've told me a lot of, about who you are and if you're going to double down about that it's okay to do it or so how do you feel about the first person that does something like this you know it's it's still bloody awful and i i'm not upset but i i now know how to react in different social situations and engagement you know and i you know i I grow go ahead go ahead i'm sorry and I think it's important for people to know who they're working with because we have, a, being older people, we have a finite amount of energy. There's a finite amount of years left. And I would rather spend my time lifting the voices of Ukrainian designers who are standing on top of bombed out. Bombed out. Russian tanks and vehicles then stand on the pain of other people. And so it's, you know, trying to parse all of that emotionally for somebody who has really fucked up emotional coping skills is hard. And then seeing somebody that maybe you respected or you enjoyed watching the growth of, you now are no longer invested in witness and promotion because it does not align energetically with the direction that your finite energy has on at this moment. Right. You you know, uh, growing up in Detroit surrounded by black people, um, and, and being uh, steeped in black culture, which is the culture of Detroit. Um, I learned as a very young man, you never wanted to hear a black man or a black woman look at you and say, I see how you are. And that is something that I have internalized. And when people do the kind of shitty thing that they're doing online right now, uh, my reaction is, oh, I see how you are. You have revealed yourself. Yeah. You have dropped your mask of decency and civility. And I see that you're just another monster who thinks it's okay to profit off of people's pain. And it's and it's never going to be. Come on, people. It's never going to be okay. The first person, I mean, that's like asking who is worse, the first person who starts a gang rape or the last one that watched and still did it. They're all wrong. Every bit of it's wrong. There's no part of that that's worse. This is a horrible thing that people are doing at the expense of two human beings. And, and I don't care that they're actors and I don't care that this was done. They're still two human beings. Leave them the fuck alone. Let them heal. And if you want to advertise your business, please find something energetically positive. I, I, I'm looking at every single person that does this, and I will tell you, I will never work with any of them for the exact same reason. I just, I'm more interested in being effective than correct. 
Mm-hmm. And I cannot be effective around that kind of energy. That's not an effective way to get anything done. And if I align myself with them, the people who feel the way we do will think that I'm in alignment about that too. And I'm not. It's okay to draw a line. It's okay to set a boundary. And it is okay to shame people for shitty behavior. Well, Don't and take I think that weapon away. Well, and I think as I'm reflecting back on our episodes and things that we've talked about in the past and and some of um, the gossipy, catty, you know, maybe borderline things that, you know, we've discussed about fashion or how we feel about some things in fashion, that when I first saw that post, I felt this kind of overwhelming kind of ugh, energy from it. And when I am honest with myself and reflective about some of the things that we have critiqued fashion-wise... It is the exact same brain reaction, gut feeling when you see a grown man walking down a runway in a diaper. I just go, oh, there's something energetically going on that I don't want to be a part of. And it's okay to talk about because energetically there's something going on, whether it was like the designer wanted to put him in a diaper and is wanting to say something or whether that that's like, you know, this is the crazy idea and let's fucking go for it. But whatever the energy that was associated with that visual creation is the exact same energy that I get from the her depth stuff and the same energy that I made other people feel when I made the post on Daniel's thing. And so the only reparative that I can see in that is one, trying to do better, two, acknowledging it like, okay, yep, there's a problem here. You know, this isn't right. It could be corrected. It could be you know, more inclusive, whatever, you know, the general speaking terms is of that. But the energy is definitely, it is the key. It is the key to all of it. It is key to fashion. It is key I mean, to living a uh, life. It's, it's it, in this thing that's happening on social media with the Depp Herd trial, it is inherently wrong because begins to perpetuate the idea that they are having a final conversation after a very painful, uh, deciduous, vitriolic court battle. And that pain for both of them had to be real. I, I believe that they both lied. I believe that they both told the truth. I believe that their marriage was probably very toxic and unhealthy for both of them. Was not my marriage, so I don't have much more of an opinion than that. Um, but it had to be painful. And and to present something as this last words between this married couple with so much um, horror between them to say, oh, Johnny said to check out my salon. I, I just, how how did anyone think anywhere that that was going to be okay? How? I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know. I, I and it's, it, this is where my worldview, I think, is so different sometimes that I, I literally, I cannot imagine or fathom any part of me ever thinking that that's okay. I, well, 
and I'm I'm gonna um, drag Miss Rachel's name back into our conversation as we do. But she and I were talking last week about, um, and I think it was probably in the early 2000s, maybe 2008, something like that, um, where a medical study was done about the effects of Tylenol and. I know that people were pushing Tylenol early on in COVID um, as a replacement for Advil. And I'll see if I can um, link the study to um, oh, no, I, I'm notes. way too aware of that because everyone was trying to tell me not to take the Advil. And I'm like, this, you, you didn't follow yeah. the story very far. You didn't yeah. follow the story very far. Tylenol does nothing for me. It does not reduce my favor. It does not take inflammation out of my body. I can tell you that what COVID is doing is inflaming the shit out of my body. The anti-inflammatory is necessary. And they, they, they kept quoting some British study. Well, the British study did say that these several people who were allergic to Tylenol suffered or, or were allergic to NSAIDs, asthmatics, Many asthmatics cannot take any NSAID. Most of them are just aspirin. Thankfully, yeah. I can't take aspirin would kill me. Uh, Advil uh, or ibuprofen, I'm good with. Um, well, of course, those people suffered with NSAIDs. They should never have taken them. They were allergic to them. That was the story. Not that it was going to kill everyone. Oh, my God. Well, people no. were, 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 were like literally like begging. They came and banged on my door begging me not to take the Advil. And I'm like... Y'all have lost your fucking minds. I'm I'm 55, 50, how old was I? 57? How old am I now? 58? I was 56 years old. I, I, I know what the, I, trust me, trust me with my health. I, I, well, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. The aspect, and, and <clears throat> I don't know if you know this, but it might blow your mind, but that what Rachel and I were talking about it and the aspect from this study that was done before COVID was around is that Tylenol is an empathy killer. It's not a painkiller. It's an empathy killer. Wow. That's interesting. And so you are requesting an entire group of people to mass consume empathy killer. I will, I'll send you the, <laughs> so, but if you type in Tylenol or. Oh no, I um, just found it. And empathy killer, there's uh, several studies. So uh, it's I find a lot of what's going on online right now and general medical advice being given out about a drug that has a side effect that many people don't know about is very curious. And I'm trying to use that as um, maybe a weight on the scale that I judge what is happening around me. And these studies are from 2016. This isn't even relatively new. No, it's not this new, is, new. This is six years old, people. I had no idea, but I, I don't use acetaminophen uh, because it literally does nothing for me. If it's yeah. in my my cold care formula or something, I, I, I'll take it because it doesn't hurt me. <laughs> and maybe I could use a little less empathy. On that note, I'm going to open up my fireball <laughs> whiskey and have myself a fucking shot. Have some empathy. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna deaden some of my own empathy right now. No, I, 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 uh, I love people. I love them in all of their, their voluptuous horror and brilliance. Um, but sometimes I find myself very perplexed. Like I think if somebody, somebody said something the way you said it, and I didn't agree, 
I wouldn't even risk saying shit. I'd be like, wow, I'm going to look like a fucking asshole if I uh, defend this. And, and then the one chick, the photographer that went off <clears throat> about somehow you were trying to damage small businesses. I'm like, bitch, this is damaging your brand. And I guarantee that bitch used it. That's her entire, excuse me. I was just so sexist and horrible. I should have this shot and then I will continue talking. I just, I think it's important that, that woman, that woman was mm-hmm. 100% defensive, defensive, not defensive of the statement. She was defensive of the fact that she obviously thought it was a good idea and did it too. And I'm sorry, ma'am, it was not a good idea. And it's horrible that you did it. And your other friend who thinks that this is okay, even though you recognize that it was a painful shit show, uh, uh, find a spiritual path and walk it, sister. That's what I'm going to say to you. You're you're detached from you're detached from the mother. Is that it? Is well, that it? I, we should we should end soon because this is yeah. getting dark. This is going to need some aftercare. And and maybe and maybe less empathy killers in your life. Yeah, you, you know? know, maybe don't swallow the acetaminophen three times a day. Wow, that's I I'm going to have to read this whole. Uh, it's wow. eye opening. Uh, and it's a, a Tylenol is making you less empathetic. Uh, the conclusion in this massive study um, is that acetaminophen, the most common drug ingredient in the United States, can reduce a person's capacity to empathize with another person's pain, whether that pain is physical or emotional. Wow, we're creating zombies. Zombie, yeah, and, and, the, and you and I are not medical professionals at all but we are smart enough to be able to go read a medical study like this and begin to question about what is going on what's going on well you know for me research is not i watched a youtube video or copied a meme (laughs) research means that i probably spent months and now have a doctor's degree in the subject because i actually did the hundreds or thousands of hours of research I had think tanks from the government reaching out to me because of the work that I did in the early days of COVID to figure out how to make the best, most effective mask. Do you remember at first everyone was going to use the cotton and the and I'm like, no, 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 no. You need to do this and this and this. Well, that that became the standard. It became the standard. Uh, polyester was the standard. Polyester has an electromagnetic charge. It grabs small particles, including particles small enough to be COVID. It grabs them. Try to get uh, some spun poly off your hand. Just try. It's, it's like spider up. webs. I'm sure I still have some in my underwear someplace from the last time I used it. It's like a wig hair. Um, well, honey, and I think that... Oh, oh, go ahead. I'm, I'm trying to wrap want... up because... because uh, yeah, go ahead. It'll be my last thing, but uh, maybe it'll lead into our um, next conversation. But I think that perhaps um, it would be interesting to talk about um, people's um, lack of empathy and the rise of fast fashion. Oh, those two definitely go hand in hand, don't they? Yeah. So talk next week. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Phone a Fashion Friend Friday. And we hope you listen to all of our episodes at advancedfashiondisruption.com. And again, anytime you want to check out and the progress we're making on voicesofglobalfashion.org, please join us over there too. And drop us a line.
Let us know how excited you are about this challenge. And as always, look for those pieces in your wardrobe that could be foundation pieces by going to angelforfashion.com and supporting Ukraine designers. Have a great weekend. Love you bunches, guys.